Welcome to the This is Oro Valley podcast. This month's episode, I think you are going to find really engaging, learning a little bit about the history of Oro Valley. I know it was only incorporated in 1974, but you're going to learn a lot about what was going on before. And so today I have two really terrific guests with me. One is one of our own town employees, Lynann Dellerman-Silverthorne. Lynann is our Recreation and Cultural Services Manager in our Parks and Recreation Department. Lynann, welcome aboard. Glad to have you on the show today. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Also, we have a very special guest with us today, Henry Zipf. Henry is the current president of the Oro Valley Historical Society, but you're going to love this, and I will give Henry an opportunity to tell you a little bit about himself. He is actually the great-grandson of George Push. Everybody knows Push Ridge, right? You're going to hear a little bit about that today. So, Henry, welcome aboard. Thank you so much for being on the show. Well, thanks for having me. It's, it's great to be here. Great. So I'm actually going to start with you, Henry. I'd like you to tell our residents a little bit about you and about your family. Well, I grew up in Ore Valley for the most part. Um, Dad had a house out in the Rincon Valley when I was when I was very young, but um, we moved into central Tucson and for a short time. And then in my sophomore year in high school, I ended up at CDO, Canyon Del Oro High School, where um, I we lived off of Linda Vista, and then we had a house um, in Ore Valley Country Club. My uh, grandfather, my great grandfather George Push, who Push Ridge is named after established the the steam pump ranch in in the in the late 1800s. Great. Well, we're going to learn a lot about steam pump ranch today because that is a very exciting historical um, and cultural location for this region. And Henry, I think we'll get an opportunity to learn more about why you're continuing to be involved as a member of the historical society. So, but for now, Lenan, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and about what it is that you do for the town of Oro Valley. I have worked for the town of Oro Valley since November of 1999. And at the time, um, there was no uh, recreation programming. So, um, So I got to be here from the launch of all recreation programs to today when we have many, many. Um, in the early 2000s, I began studying, um, well, I w- went back to school, and I found that my favorite topics were everything to do with history and culture and archaeology and historic preservation. And that was shortly on the hill of the town um, creating the master plan for Steam Pump Ranch. And in the master plan, Steam Pump Ranch became a historic park. And because it became a park, it came into our department. And my supervisor at the time, Ainsley Legner, was really excited that my studies had shifted. And um, she quickly got me involved in the project. There is really a wonderful, deep history about our region. And Henry, you mentioned that George Push started that steam pump ranch back in the late 1800s. Talk a little bit about what was what was that? What does steam pump ranch mean? What is the steam pump and what did it do? George was quite the entrepreneur. So when he arrived at in this area, he, he was a butcher, um, but he wanted to be a rancher. He wanted to be a cattleman. And so the water 
um, that flows down the Kenyatta del Oro back in that time, the water table was much higher. So the steam pump was just a way for George to water his cows, and he soon realized that there were a lot of ranchers in the area that were putting their cows on on the trains and sending them back east because uh, the majority of the population of the United States obviously was was on the east coast and um, so um, that was one of his ventures was uh, was the steam pump itself and the the steam pump was actually brought in from Germany so his partner was Johann Zellweger and um, and the, the two of them were uh, from that same region of the world and so the that steam pump was uh, unusual because it came in from Germany which is where George was from that is what an interesting history for people who don't know a lot about what Steampump Ranch is and the heritage that it offers to the region. You know, Henry, clearly you've had this connection and Steampump Ranch has been around a long time. In fact, really, it was not taken over as a heritage park until the early 2000s. So did you... Did you go there? Were you a part of it? Sometime in the early 1900s, George and Matilda um, lost the ranch. And so we didn't really have much to do with, with the steam pump ranch growing up here in Ora Valley. Um, dad, my dad, Henry, was um, the legal counsel for the Rooney family. Uh, the Rooney family was out of Tulsa, Oklahoma. And so we spent a lot of time on the Rooney Ranch. The Rooney Ranch is contiguous to the Steam Pump Ranch on the south side. Gene Mendoza was the foreman at that ranch, and um, we kept horses there, actually one horse there. Um, and I would ride horseback in these foothills, um, and we did that. I did that quite a bit for, for a couple of years anyway. Well, I think that's what's so exciting about Steam Pump Ranch is the kind of heritage that it shows about this region and how it grew and, and you know, that cattle connection that's really important. But what is it today, Linan? What the ranch is today is, um, like we mentioned, it's a historic park. Um, the town is proud to have it as a historic park and many of its uses currently are for special events. Linan, if I'm gonna bring some friends there, visitors out of town, I've never been there before, what am I going to see when I go to Steampump Ranch? Well, um, I'll tell you about each of the buildings. So um, the first building that you see if you arrive via the Farmer's Market Ramada is the barbecue. And that historically is where um, Jack Proctor would bring visitors from the Pioneer Hotel. And then Hank Lieber would bring professional baseball players. And so it's got a lot of strong history. Um, then across from it is a wonderful large home that was um, built by Jack Proctor. And then later, John Lieber and his family were the residents in that ranch until the in that house until the town took over ownership. You will also see the pump house. It currently has a ghosted structure over it, which protects it, and it mimics what it used to look like. Not only was that where the historic pump was, but it was also the um, blacksmith shop. Then you'll also see near there the push house that is the area that the historical society uses at their museum and it is the one restored building on the ranch and so out of covid season it is open for tours next to that are these two little identical twin buildings that 
the Lieber family used as miniature apartments, but for family, but they are considered bunkhouses and were likely where the hired hand stayed. On the um, back side of the property, you'll see the chicken coops. And the chicken coops are part of the historic core. All these buildings that I've just mentioned are part of the historic core through the National Park Service. But the chicken coops have significance besides just raising chickens for the uh, Pioneer Hotel for Jack Proctor. They also were where the Liebers would stash things to keep them out of the way, kind of the way you would in an old garage. And so when we took ownership, it, it was stratified. In other words, the newest things were on top and photographs and documents were all the way down. And so they could timestamp really when those things went in there and we found significant pictures and wonderful documents. And that is called the chicken coop collection. Henry, you know, you've got this great role on the Historical Society, and they've been a great partner for us at Steampump Ranch. What are the kinds of things that the Society does? Well, one of the things that I can talk about um, with some accuracy is is our collection. And one of the reasons uh, the collection has significance for me is that a lot of the items from the George Push era, George and Matilda, um, have were were saved, and um, my grand my grandmother Gertrude uh, saved a lot of documents. So all those documents uh, we have collected over the years as a society, and we maintain that collection. A lot of times we'll um, rotate those items in the George Push in in the Push House as part of the museum tour. And Lynn can you elaborate on some of these things that? Sure. Um, The Historical Society actually started helping us with many of our events that took place out there. And currently, they provide tours. Pre-COVID, they did tours in the Push House, which um, they utilize like a museum. They have wonderful exhibits in there, and they rotate those. And as as Henry mentioned, um, often those include Push family documents, but they also include other families and artifacts from the the area. One of the things that I didn't mention is um, is that that garden is primarily managed by them. So that wonderful historic garden is managed by the Historical Society. That garden is really cool. It is. And there are some great places. I, I, I love how the focus is on educating our our children about the history of this region, the prehistoric history, mm-hmm. and about the Native Americans, and about how they do, uh, how they created their gardens, and even doing adobe bricks. Mm-hmm. You know, all of that activity is really tremendous, and I can't wait, and I know you can't wait yeah. until we can get back to those programs as well. But what I also love about this park, because it is a park, is that while it has this amazing historical context, this great history behind it. It's also a park filled with things to do and programs and events and even private events that people can use that for. Tell us a little bit about some of those great programs. Let's start with the farmer's market. One of the most popular programs when we go out to our community and find out where people go and what they do 
So many people go to the farmer's market. Yeah, so so the Heirloom Farmer's Market has a few locations around the Tucson area, and we're really lucky that they are at hours on a Saturday morning, which in my opinion is prime time. Um, so they have wonderful vendors that are there every, every Saturday. My favorite happens to be... Um, the mesquite bread and the roasted vegetables, but they have a whole bunch of wonderful vendors. And so I highly recommend people who are interested in, in learning more about their vendors, go to their website, which is heirloomfm.org and learning more about their vendors so that they can come on out and know exactly what they're going to buy. Cause there's fresh organic, veggies, fresh fruits. Yeah. Or organic food. There's uh delicious jams and jellies and i know i love it it's it's wonderful and they are still operating yes yes which, you know it's a great outdoor place and if you know maybe some of our listeners didn't even know we had a regular farmers market so what a great way to support our local growers and and um, small businesses that are doing this and and come and sell their wares Right. And we're hoping in the fall that we can go back to some of our regular programming. And just like the the um, Historical Society is one of our partners, so is Heirloom Farmers Market. So when we do these special events, like I mentioned, the Celebrate Aura Valley and any any of our um, big main major events that we put on on a Saturday, the Farmers Market is there. So we've got the Historical Society. We've got the Farmers Market. We have other partners that we include in some of those events. And uh, we in, include the Push family descendants and the Lever family descendants, and they end up just being wonderful events. But it's because of partners. So. The views from Steampump Ranch are absolutely stunning. We have people come and use that facility for weddings and other family gatherings. How does that work? Yeah, so right on our website, and I would recommend just going to oralvalleyaz.gov and searching in the search engine for Steampump Ranch, you can put in a reservation request and um, people can do it for special events or they can do it for weddings, they can do it for birthdays, they can do it for anniversaries. Um, I had somebody call the other day because they wanted to do their um, uh, bridal shower out there. So any um, of those gatherings that you might want to to have, it, it's a wonderful place. It's big expanse of grass, beautiful backdrop of the mountains, and it just has um, a really good feel. And you almost have to be there to understand what I'm saying when I say that, but it it has a wonderful feel. So yes, I highly recommend you check in to, um, to, to reserving it for your special, special occasions. There are some kind of old buildings on the property. Some of them need some TLC yeah. and some restoration. And in fact, we're in the midst right now of finalizing plans and getting ready to go out to bid for the garage. What's the significance of that project and what's it going to do for us in terms of expanding programming at that beautiful heritage park? So um, so the garage will be the Recreation and Cultural Services um, office, but that the space that previously was used for the garage, the car, uh, where the car is parked, um, because it also became apartment buildings eventually. And so there's, or 
apartments, like two. Um, So there's these extra spaces that can be used for offices. But that main part that was the garage will be a community programming area so people can reserve it to have meetings. They can, you know, the people that reserve the grass for the weddings may want to exit from a building onto that beautiful expanse of grass. So they may want to reserve the indoor space. I know we're looking forward um, to it potentially for our STEAM, which is uh, science, technology, engineering, and math program that we hold out there, plus art, so STEAM at the ranch. Um, Summer program, we're looking forward to that space so that kids will have a nice indoor cool space um, in the summertime. And I think that uh, you know, birthday parties, again, there's a plethora of things that that space can be used for. And the historical society will likely have their meetings in there. So it, it'll be awesome. So we're going to have this great space, Henry, in the not too distant future. What are some of the types of programs that you would envision the historical society is going to offer for us? We're hoping to be part of a book launch for an upcoming book based on the life of Sarah Plummer Lemon, a botanist who Mount Lemon is named after. So those are the kinds of things that uh, that we look forward to contributing to the to the ranch. See, I didn't even know Mount Lemon was named after a woman. How cool is that? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Who is she? If you want to learn more about it, come to the event when we have it scheduled in the future. Well, I think I will do that. I'm going to learn something that I didn't know before. So thanks for that. Lynette, you you mentioned partners and of course the town of Oral Valley. We're big on partners. Obviously, the Historical Society, you also mentioned the Heirloom Farmers Market, but we also have a great partnership with SACA. What is SACA? Tell our community. And what's that partnership for Steampump Ranch? So um, SACA is Southern Arizona Arts and Cultural Alliance. And what they do at Steampump Ranch is they're one more value-added program for our second Saturdays. So our second Saturdays have um, arts and crafts vendors, and they have um, community booths. They have the, the farmer's market but we also have music. We have crafts in the garden. That music is provided by Saka. Um, The town has other partnerships with them, and so they provide music throughout, but this really adds to that wonderful second Saturday um, when you've got this backdrop of music. Well, this has been just an amazing conversation today with you, Lynn-Ann Dellerman-Silverthorne, and Henry Ziff from the Historical Society. What a great way to help our community learn more about Steam Pump Ranch and about the history of this area. So one last question, Lenann. If I don't know where to go, how do I get to Steam Pump Ranch? So we are just north of um, First Avenue on Oracle. Um, But the neat thing is, is you don't have to arrive by car you can arrive by walking, running, or riding your bike because we're also on the loop path along the Cañada del Oro River from the rear. So that path um, goes from Catalina State Park and connects to all the loop throughout Pima County, and we are lucky to have that little extension right there into Steampump Ranch. So folks, whether you drive there, whether you walk there, whether you run or bike, I hope you'll take an opportunity to go visit Steampump Ranch and learn a little bit more about Oro Valley. Thanks to the both of you for joining me today on This is Oro Valley. I hope you'll continue to stay tuned for more wonderful editions of this podcast in the future. 
Thanks, Mary, for having us. And uh, if anybody's interested, they can find more information about the Society on our Facebook page. Um, we do have a website, ovhistory.org. It's a great place for articles, news, videos, archive material. And uh, I really appreciate you having us here today. Thank you. And thank you, Mary, very much for having me. My passion is Steampump Ranch, and so it was fun to chat about it.